least for both the Colts and the Cardinals. And we've got a COVID list update as well. The news not all good for the Indianapolis Colts. However, we will begin and end this Optimism Wednesday with reasons for optimism regarding the Indianapolis Colts and their pursuit of the AFC South crown as well as a victory, a pursuit of victory this Saturday in Glendale, Arizona. And we'll talk about the Indiana Hoosiers and their game tonight against Northern Kentucky at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Reasons for optimism there. And if you don't know the reason to be optimistic about the Hoosiers tonight at Assembly Hall against Northern Kentucky, I cannot help you. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It is Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, simply the best dentist that there is. If you got a chance to hire the best, you hire the best. If you're in management, and a lot of the people who watch us are in management, you know how important it is to hire really good people. And when you hire, when you go to a dentist, what you're doing is really hiring a dentist. Hire a great dentist. That's Dr. Mike, 317-849-2933. Hey, I uh, want to remind you, buy the book Oops. I wrote it, Oops, the Art of Learning from Mistakes and Adventures. It's available at Amazon.com. You can get the audiobook too, at Audible.com. What do you think of that? All right, here's a COVID list update. Rocky Scene was on illness non-COVID earlier in the week. Now he's on the COVID list, as is Kamoko Ture. Fortunately... The Colts are deep at defensive line. Cornerbacks, not so much. And really, in other years, you'd have been like, well, Rocky Cena isn't going to play okay. Somebody else is going to play that position, and we're not going to have any troubles. You know what? Could have troubles, because Rocky Cena has been playing really, really well. I am out of breath, because I'm excited. This is the way it works, Brian, for God's sake. You get excited, and all of a sudden, you get out of breath. Listen, you got to hit subscribe, hit like, ring the bell. Let's go. All right, the injury report. For the Colts, Ryan Kelly, not back at practice yet. Wouldn't expect him to be. What he and his wife Emma are going through and have gone through, you wouldn't wish on anybody. So uh, Ryan Kelly's going to get all the time he needs. Quentin Nelson did not practice today because of illness. He is not, however, on the COVID list. That is a good thing. And then... Uh, Sendejo, Sendejo didn't practice either. He's still suffering uh, from the concussion or at least inside the concussion protocol. For the Arizona Cardinals, James Conner did not practice. Uh, Max Garcia did not practice. He's an offensive line. We all know who James Conner is. James Conner, the bell cow back for the Arizona Cardinals. So him not being around Saturday, that would be a good thing. Now, I like to think that I'm above rooting against the quick recovery of an opponent just because it enhances the chances of victory for the team I'm rooting for. Sadly, I'm not above that. I don't want James Conner to get better before Sunday. Now, Sunday, I hope he's fully ambulatory and good to go for the rest of the season until perhaps the Super Bowl. But for Saturday, I would rather not have James Conner around on the field at State Farm Stadium. Uh, Rondale Moore. The pride of New Albany, not New Albany High School. He went to Trinity High School. However, he's from New Albany, was a neighbor of Romeo Langford. How about that for a neighborhood game of pickup, basketball or football? Rondale Moore did not practice. Jordan Phillips, defensive lineman, 
also did not practice. Zach Ertz was limited. Boy, would it be great if Zach Ertz slipped and fell or did something to exacerbate his hamstring problem because tight ends are a big pain in the ass for the Indianapolis Colts to defend, and not having Zach Ertz around would be really, really, really good on Saturday night. Here are seven reasons for optimism regarding the Colts-Cardinals game coming up on Christmas evening. Not Christmas Eve, but Christmas evening. When Kyler Murray has a passer rating under 90, the Cardinals are uh, uh, winless. They do not win when uh, Kyler Murray has a passer rating under 90. When he's over 90, they win a lot of games. They're 8-0 when he's over 90. They are 0-3 when he's under 90. Now that stretches to their backup situation as well. Uh, Their backup quarterback, 2-0 with a uh, passer rating above 90, 0-1 when it's under 90. That's one, all right? The Colts have not allowed a quarterback to get to 90 in the last five games. Now that also includes Tom Brady, who is the winning quarterback against the Colts, right? But in that game, he had a passer rating of 86-87. So for the last five games, the Colts have really been good at uh, limiting the effectiveness of quarterbacks against whom they play. Number two, the Colts are undefeated when Jonathan Taylor runs for 100 yards or better. Jonathan Taylor has hit that mark in five of the last six games. Number three, this is part of number two, but it stands alone as number three as well. The Cards allow a 17th-ranked, 4.6 yards per carry, while the Colts average an NFL best 4.2 yards per carry. This is not the immovable force hitting that, uh, God almighty, could I blow that saying more often? The uh, irretrievable uh, object, immovable object, and (laughs) there is no immovable object with the Cardinals. That's the point. They have real trouble stopping the run do the Cardinals, and the Colts. That's all they want to do is run the damn football. Run the damn ball. This is how you beat the Cardinals. It's how you beat a lot of teams. It's how they beat the Patriots. All right. Um, the Colts have forced 31 turnovers. Now, you know, when when we were in the middle of camp listening to Matt Eberflus talk about goals for this defense for the 2021 season, one thing that he talked about and that players talked about, too, was getting to 40 turnovers. I laughed it off. I thought it was utterly impossible to even consider getting to 40 turnovers because the leader in the NFL last year was 29. 20, that's 11 short. That is a hell of a deficit getting toward that goal of 40. However, the Colts with 31, if they average three the rest of the way, three against the Cardinals, three against the Raiders at Lucas Oil Stadium, three against the Jaguars in the season finale, they get to 40. I guess you got to dream it to be it. I, I think that that's the, that's the thing with Matt Eberflus. See, he was unafraid to dream big, and because of that, the Colts, they're achieving big. The Colts are also an NFL best, plus 14 in turnover differential. Now, that number hadn't moved an enormous amount over the last few weeks, but that's not a bad thing necessarily. Colts not turning it over much. 
They are turning opponents over a little bit. They are punching the ball out. Darius Leonard, 10 tackles against the the Patriots, a forced fumble, and an interception. Uh, Only guy this season to do that in the same game. And as a result, he is the AFC Defensive Defensive Player of the Week. Number five, the Colts have won three straight on the road. Number six, the Cardinals have lost three straight at home. Now, at some point, those streaks are going to end, but I don't think it's going to happen this Saturday night in Glendale. Number seven, the Colts are simply more disciplined, and this is a big deal, and it's been a big deal throughout the season. We don't talk about it much because we tend to talk about mistakes a lot more than we talk about good stuff, right? The mistake that they're not making, they are not penalized a lot at all. The Cardinals have committed 90 penalties, 64 for the Colts. That's a difference. That, that's about a 30% difference. That's enormous in, in terms of how it affects a game. And then you look at the special teams of the Colts. Bubba Ventrone has been awesome as the special teams coordinator. We're going to see it tonight again on Hard Knocks. We're also going to see, I talked about it this morning, but I think it's wonderful. Jonathan Taylor telling Carson Wentz on the sidelines after his 63-yard touchdown run, he tells Carson Wentz, yeah, I looked back to see if, uh, see if the coaches wanted me to get down. As he's running in the field of play, running away from a Patriots defender on his way into the end zone, not too far from the end zone, he looks back, and you think that he's looking at the defensive back for the Patriots to make sure he's got a big enough gap that he's going to get into the end zone unimpeded. No. He was looking at the coaches to see if they wanted him to go down. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of a running back with the presence of mind. Look, some guys just run willy-nilly into the end zone and later on say, yeah, probably would have been a good idea for me to get down. This is a guy who's not just processing whether he should get down. It's a guy who's looking for counsel while he's running into the end zone as to whether he should get down. That's a guy with incredible presence of mind and incredible speed. Because if you don't have the speed to outrun the DB, you're not thinking about what the coaches want, right? He's not trying to figure it out himself. He's thinking, I don't know. I don't know whether I should get down or not. I better take a look and and see what Coach Frank thinks about this. Peyton did it once is the comment. Peyton ran so slowly he had plenty of time to turn around. And look, and counsel, get counsel. That's Peyton. All right, here are three reasons to be really optimistic about the Colts winning the AFC South. Number one, the Titans play the 49ers tomorrow night. They've won five of their last six, including wins against the Bengals and the Rams. Number two, then the Titans play against the Dolphins. The Dolphins have won six straight. Now, a little bit different. Uh, Titans playing against the 49ers. 49ers have played some decent teams during this run of good play that has put them into the playoffs if the season were to end today. With the Dolphins, completely different. They played the Jets twice. They played the Giants. They played teams that suck. And and that is part of the reason for that six-game winning streak for the Dolphins. They may have trouble beating beating the Titans regardless of how beat up the Titans are. And number three, the Colts uh, play the Cardinals Saturday and the Raiders at home the following Sunday. I think the Colts have an excellent chance 
to beat the Cardinals, and I think that they will absolutely beat the Raiders. If they win, or if the Titans lose tomorrow night, the Colts have a 29% chance to win the AFC South. If they win, it drops to 4%. So tomorrow night, absolutely huge. If you're a Colts fan, you're rooting hard for the 49ers because if the 49ers beat the Titans, all things are possible, including a number one seed in the AFC, which would give the Colts a bye week, and then they would be home throughout the playoffs. As ridiculous as that sounds, given the one and four start, it is a possibility. All right, the Indiana Hoosiers tonight, their first of two non-conference games before they get going for real against Penn State. This game against Northern Kentucky at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Then a week tonight, the, Colt, or the Hoosiers are going to take on Appalachian State. The reason, one, to be optimistic about Indiana's ability to win tonight is that they are playing Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky, please like this video. Thank you. Yes, absolutely, Pecan Pies. Absolutely, whatever format you are watching on whatever portal, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Thanks for uh, pitching underhand. I appreciate it, Pecan Pies. Um, they play Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky has lost to Western Illinois, Eastern Kentucky, a bunch of directional schools, a bunch of band schools, and the schools that they beat, I never heard of. So, what are you going to do? You know what? Indiana is going to win that game tonight. At no point tonight against Northern Kentucky will Indiana not have the five best basketball players on the floor. Not just the five most talented, but the five best basketball players on the floor. They've got a better coach. Everything is advantage Hoosiers. So, yes, Indiana is going to win tonight. They're going to beat Appalachia State. And then you get going in the Big Ten. We talked about it this morning on Ken Palm, Hoosiers. 21 and 10 in the regular season, 11 and 9 in the Big Ten. You do that, you go to the NCAA tournament, and that is the goal of this team this season. They have not gone to the NCAA tournament since 2016 when they were fortunate enough to eliminate the University of Kentucky and John Calipari. There you go. Joseph, hey, Joseph uh, from Phoenix, can't wait to watch Colts beat the Cards. People in Phoenix, this is such a tale of two weeks. People in Phoenix and Arizona who are commenting on this channel could not be nicer people. Wonderful. The uh, dialogue back and forth has been exactly the opposite in terms of pleasantness as we had with the New England Patriots fans last week. The New England fans were insane. Arizona fans, wonderful. Great to catch you. Great to be caught live. I appreciate it, Norma. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. The hilarity continues. We're going to continue to hit the Colts, the Colts, the Colts, the Hoosiers. And tomorrow night, you've got the Pacers taking on the Rockets. The Rockets are in Milwaukee tonight playing against the Bucks, And then they come down here. Quick turnaround for the Rockets. That has got to give the Pacers the advantage they need to go win that game. Let's go. Arizona fans are great people. Great stadium. Great press box food. Unbelievable. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning.